0: Hi, this is Eric. This is Mike. This is Dan. This is Mark. This is Jason. This is Shannon. And I'm Sean. We're the guys from Gamer's Table. Visit our website, Gamer'sTable.com. And
1: you're listening to the Carpe GM Gamecast. Ahoy, matey. I hate the RB spoilers.
0: The following podcast contains spoilers for the movie Wreck-It Ralph. If you haven't seen the movie yet, stick this episode in your fungin' and come back later.
1: Consider yourself warned. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Carpe GM Gamecast, a roundtable discussion about social event gaming and other nerdy things.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, because the synopsis mm,
2: isn't going to be no. in the podcast Once again. Discussion. We're working on this. We're get, We'll get it. One day. <laughs> I'm Dan. And I'm Steve. I'm Tyler. I'm Brian. And I'm Mac.
3: And remember. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's I'm right. Steve. And we're done. I'm Brian. <laughs> we're done. Alright. Well. Uh, we've had a lot, we've had a busy week. Busy buddies. Busy two weeks, essentially, but the last week in particular has been pretty busy. We did all those reviews. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that's, uh, posted, uh, on Carpegium. You guys should check it out. There's a lot of good podcasts on there that we reviewed, and, uh, I've checked out a couple of them that I hadn't listened to that you guys had reviewed, and they're really I stuck. wanted
2: to do a follow up on that real quick. I went back and re listened to Snidecast as you told me to re listen to it. <laughs> yes. Still the most boring thing ever is, <laughs> oh. Well, you know what? Tell him I tried. Okay.
1: So anyway, check that out. Uh, obviously, if uh, if you haven't entered yet, we've got our rating and review giveaway going on. Uh, make sure you uh, look into that, carpegm.net slash contest. Big time contest. Well, it, it will be. We've got a couple of interviews that are, that are posted uh, for contributors. Uh, make sure you check those out. The prizes are going to keep coming. I'm working on uh, a lot of uh, loose ends I'm trying to tie together to get some more uh, contributors to this thing. Are you going to give away iPads? Uh, no, I won't get that big. iPad 2? of about
2: 3 iPads? Kindle
0: Fire.
1: I'll see what I can do.
2: You don't
0: have to <laughs> give away the HD. We're not expecting a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. All
3: right. I'll see what I can
1: do.
0: I got uh, 6,000 points on my uh, oh,
3: card. Uh, uh, I actually have something see if I can to give away. Kindle or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have something to give away for the thing. I'm uh, actually going to give away uh, Steve. Nice. Yeah, oh. He's a prize yeah. now. You can just have him. Deal. Okay. I think I may enter. I could use a Steve. He's a good roommate. <laughs> I'm just like living there.
1: Wait, you, wait, you're only doing this because you want to play Halo Four? No.
4: No, Steve's been good.
2: Steve's been very good. Plus, I missed my Steve. He went, he left to Chicago, and he just got back yesterday.
5: Welcome back, Steve. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How was the windy city? How was the? It's good. City?
5: Cold. Yeah. It's nice Cold and here cool. too now. Yeah, nice and you cool the up, up there. With you. Yeah.
1: So anyway, just. Leave us a ra- uh, rating and review on iTunes, and uh, send me an email, let me know what name you used, and you're in. With that, we'll move on into uh, what's on our horizon. Mm-hmm. All right, so Steve, what have you been up to? Chicago?
5: Yeah, that, and let's uh, see, uh, oh, I saw Lincoln. Oh yeah, Yeah, yeah. check that one out. How was it? Uh, it was good. It it was pretty boring, but really historical, though, right? (laughs)
0: How did Spielberg decide to adapt the uh the the vampire killing into the? (laughs) uh... Is there any
5: mention of the
0: undead? No. Yeah. Or their role in the in the instigation of the Civil War? (laughs) Is
2: it pre or post Civil War?
5: I've seen both movies. It's uh it's uh 1865, so it's during. Okay. It's yeah. It's only about the Thirteenth Amendment, so it's not even really like a biopic. Daniel Day Lewis is like exquisite acting. Yeah, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is so good. It's also got uh, I can't remember the uh, actor's actual name, but it's got Gail Beneke from Breaking Bad. Oh, nice. really? He's yeah. In it? yeah, yeah. He's I cool. uh, um, can't remember who he who he plays in it, but yeah, it, it's good. All the acting is great. It's just really, really like dry and don't. Ex- it it, it kind of need to have an interest before ooh, you walk wait. in. Yeah, it fulfilled its its. Uh,
0: 1865 was, was very dry. I mean, yeah. there weren't humidifiers it, or. You know. It did what it was, what is, I expected
5: it to do. Is yeah. there a John Williams score? No. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't recall much of his score. Does, Daniel Day, Daniel Day Lewis just monologues through the entire movie. <laughs> that's I, the score.
3: A,
0: I drink your milkshake. In a weirdly high pitched voice that supposedly like, uh, really messing with people's idea of Abraham Lincoln, though it's supposedly, hor- uh, uh, historically accurate.
5: Yeah, he is kind of like nerdy sounding. Yeah. Almost. But, yeah, yeah, Lincoln was messed up, man. I Lincoln was the old dice. Lincoln,
0: Lincoln was a gangly, paranoid yeah. lawyer. Like,
2: <laughs> Dude was weird.
0: Yeah. From Illinois. So.
2: Oh, there's, yeah. this is, have you seen Batman Brave and the Bold? No. Okay. There's this, every episode, there's a begin, this is relevant, I swear. Every episode, <laughs> uh, every Hang episode, in there. there's a, uh, like a clip in the beginning where it has like nothing to do with what's coming yeah. in the episode. So it's like this little like, One minute, like, short or whatever. And one of them is like, Lincoln is like, watching the thing, and like, John Wilkes Booth comes up to like, shoot and kill him, but Batman like, jumps in the way, and like, stops him, and he's like, he's like, thank you, Batman. He's like, no problem, Abraham Lincoln from Earth 2. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my my god. It's awesome. (laughs) Which, by the way, I downloaded all that, and I'm watching it now. Yeah. I kind of stopped watching it.
5: I like it a lot. I'll watch it again. Tyler, what have you been up to?
1: Wait. Steve, was that it? Just
5: Chicago? Yeah. Uh, the, ba- the Batman hero clicks came out that I've been talking about. I was so waiting for you to say it again. They're good. I like it. It's good. good. I got like What's everything. What's your favorite out. piece? Uh, I like, uh, who have I been using? I like the, uh, Outsiders. Oh, outsiders yeah. team. Yeah. I would have to say my favorite piece is a tie
2: between Mr. Freeze and Batman of Zur and R. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Zur and R. It's crazy hobo Batman that beats people up with baseball bats. It's awesome. What's Deal? What? Deal. I'm in. It's a Grant Morrison book. It's crazy. I'm in.
3: Okay. Well, Tyler, what have you been up to? Um, I went to Black Friday this past week, and I got myself a little haul, as I was expecting to. I waited outside with all the crazy people, and thankfully it wasn't um 10 degrees like it normally is outside. It was actually really warm. I was sweating in my big poofy coat. Anyway. um Poofy.
0: Poofy. Which means a different thing to our British listeners.
3: <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's see. I got um. I got Kingdom Hearts for the 3DS. Which I is, also got that. Yeah, which is a very, very cool game. It's super polished. And for a handheld, it really doesn't feel as clunky as I thought it was going to. Right. I like I it a lot. I pretty much bought it just for uh, allegiance to the franchise. But it's really smooth and uh, actually makes me want to sit down and play a handheld where normally you know i i don't really spend too much time doing that sort of thing and then i got um i got dishonored which we mentioned in a podcast before i got Lego Lord of the Rings, because I'm a campy idiot who likes campy games like <laughs> Lego games. <laughs> hey, the Lego games are huge. There's a, like lot a lot of people that and don't really even play any other games but the Lego versions of games. <laughs> and they're starting to, like, actually voice act them, too, instead of all pantomime, like little Lego <laughs> men doing, <laughs> like, funny. a little... <laughs> so you got the Gandalf being like, you're Charlotte Posh, and stuff like that, so it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> and then I also got, um... Fly, here. you
5: fools. <laughs> Fly,
3: Oh, I t- think that's it in the game category. I got some pretty cool movies. Got all three Oceans movies for 10 bucks on Blu-ray, which I thought oh, was yep. really cool. Amazon? Or yep. Best Buy. Best Buy. Best, Best Buy. Buy? Yeah, and I participated in Cyber Monday today, and I got one of my favorite comedy shows on Blu-ray, first two seasons, for 10 bucks. It's Workaholics. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even so, know they had a DVD set for that. Yeah. Seasons one and two, 10 bucks on Amazon right now. For both of them, 10 bucks yeah. or 20 bucks? No, 10 bucks, like, for Woo! both seasons. So This uh, won't drop
1: for a couple weeks, so. Our listeners, mm. you can check, but I doubt it's still gonna be going on.
3: Well, let's see. Well, yeah. he got a deal, and you did <laughs> oh, Well, I got a bunch of deals on so, Black Friday, so you
1: can go to Amazon and be mad at Tyler for not having told you earlier.
3: <laughs> basically, I mean, I just got a lot of really good deals. I got basically almost three hundred dollars worth of stuff for what I and what I think is about one hundred thirty bucks. So, deal. Pretty
2: good. Pretty good deal. <laughs> All right. Well, Brian, how about you? Mine's a little, a little sentimental. Okay. Um. What I've been on my horizon last week is, uh, sort of you guys. Um, I had, I've been watching for about five years now this podcast, TV, like, it's like a video podcast, uh, called The Totally Rad Show.
5: Okay. I'm sure I've mentioned
2: it on the show a lot, a couple times. Um, I love it and I love the three guys have been doing it for the last six years and like I've, like, I've been watching it for about five, but they've been doing it for about six years. And just like randomly this week, they were kind of like, "This is the last week. We're done."
1: Wow. Hm.
2: Like they haven't really explained why, but like the this whole last week has been this. This is the last week, and it's just going to be like a whole goodbye thing. And I watched the first episode, which was an hour today, and it was like it really pulled on my heartstrings a little bit, made me very sad to see it go. Yeah. But uh, it also kind of made me like I honestly the last two week, weeks missed doing this. Right. And like, I listened to the last episode and like, I was generally laughing
5: and it put a smile on my face. So I say, all my,
2: like, horizon this last week was you guys and doing this podcast.
5: Is that, is that still on revision three? Yeah. Wow. I remember revision three, like, from four or five years ago. Yep. With Dignation and stuff. Martin Sargent, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can remember, uh, <clears throat> Unscrewed. They used to no, do. know it's, a- uh, Infected. Yeah. Infected of Martin Sargent.
0: Some of the guys from Totally Rad and Dig used to do, uh, uh, Oh, that, po- that one about World of Warcraft? Uh, 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 one, and that was just them playing World of Warcraft back in Wrath of Lich King, I think. They were really bad at WoW, but it was fun watching them.
1: Yeah. Think. Well, Brian is really nice, man.
0: Yeah. I, I appreciate that. No Thank problem. you. Um. Getting a little teary eyed. Yeah, a little bit. So, Mac, how about you? What's been on your horizon? <laughs> well, I was camping Black Friday ads all last week, like, uh, Tyler over there was, but I didn't, I, I didn't end up getting anything except, uh, Halo 4 from my roommate, which I'll have given him by the time this episode drops, so. Now he's gotta go buy live so I can play it on his Xbox. <laughs> um, got a pretty good deal. But anyway, uh, main thing I've been doing is I picked up, uh, Amazon Prime. I don't know if you guys know this, but it's another instant video, uh, streaming service. It's, yeah. but with Amazon, it's a couple other things too. They, uh, they wrap in free two day shipping on everything and there are some deals you can only see. Isn't it pretty expensive? Like, it was $79 for an entire year, it used to be, but uh, the reason I picked it up was because they dropped it to $8 a month, which I thought was pretty competitive and I wasn't sure how many months I was going to use it, but if you just, like I picked it up in November and the first month is free, so.
3: Can you do month by month or are you uh, obligated to do the year? Right, $8 a month,
0: um, month by month. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was figuring with free two-day shipping, if I get two Christmas presents over the course of two months, you know, that's $8 shipping total on... T- two items, like $4, $4 a piece. So plus, I get to watch all the videos I wanted to watch during that time. So it turned itself into a pretty good deal and I found out that there was a couple of things that I was in particular very interested in watching. I got it because they had the West Wing, you know, sh- show that was on when I was a kid that I loved and hadn't actually seen all the way through to the end and really wanted to rewatch, and has always been super expensive on DVD. So I've been watching my way through that, but relevant to this show, the re- the other thing that I found out that I could catch up on on uh amazon prime i think they call it um was fringe uh fringe is currently in its final season it's a few episodes in and uh, a few of those are on hulu but if you want to watch the first couple episodes of season five or catch up on any of the previous seasons amazon prime will let you do that which i was a little behind because i used to watch it at my parents house but uh had been distant from their DVR for a while now. <laughs> so I caught all the way up on Fringe, which if you're not watching Fr- if if you have a sci-fi or fantasy belt bent, as you probably do listening to an RPG podcast, you should be watching Fringe. I think X-Files plus a mad scientist. It's just great. It's wow. just great. It's crazy. It's so crazy. I actually haven't seen it. I don't watch much TV.
1: Um But my mm. daughter is watching it. That and Supernatural, she's checking that out too. I, I
0: couldn't, I couldn't get behind Supernatural, but then again, I wasn't a Buffy fan either, uh, so I'm probably and Doctor
1: Who. Them. She likes the whole, uh, Ugh. she likes
0: the whole uh, geeky bow tie thing. Well, it's
1: my, it's my daughter.
0: I'm okay <laughs> with Doctor Who because I like like their like really gigantic background. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on with a lot of history with the Daleks and all that sort of stuff, but production value is terrible.
1: Yeah, it it gets a little tough to watch sometimes. I mean, British televisions. I but that being Doctor said, I, I love some of that. Uh, I love some of the storylines and whatnot. They're, they're a lot of fun because they're secular, and it's the type of thing you could really just snag and throw into your one of your games or something that really leads for, leads to a lot
3: of fun. That kind of reminds me, Dan. Um, are you still watching Revolution? I know you mentioned a few. Uh, I weeks am ago. still watching
1: Revolution. Actually, I
3: know that it, the season finale was either tonight. Or next week?
1: I think I'm a week behind, but I am still watching Revolution. Cool. So you've I, almost made
3: it through an entire season.
1: Um it it's a it's a lot of fun. I mean, again, I figured out what my issue was. The um uh, the main badass on the hero's side, uh played the, by Billy Burke. I I, I don't like him. I don't like his character. He kind of ruins a lot of things for me. He's like... Is uh, he the guy
3: that kind of looks like Dennis Quaid? Kind
1: of, sort of, yeah.
3: <laughs> I kind of thought it was Dennis Quaid for like, until like a week yeah. ago.
1: I mean, it's cool. His story is cool, and the concept of the guy is cool. I just don't like the way he's portrayed, and
2: he kind of bugs
0: me. Is the main bad guy the guy that played Gus on Breaking Bad?
2: No, he, he's on another show, I think. I,
0: I think he's on Revolution. Oh, I,
2: I actually on. don't know. I'd have, I'd have trouble describing
0: I'd have trouble describing him. You should look it <gasps> <looking> up. You <We gasps> can do uh, Put it show, in the show notes, notes.
3: Yeah. Uh, IMDb Revolution. I oh, wish that. I knew
2: that dude's name, the real What's his name? It's a really weird it's, name.
5: Like gastarbo. It's like a Esperanza. really long Hispanic name. Regardless. All I know is he was in uh Do the right thing. <laughs> Extra cheese, $2. That, he was the <laughs> guy who do the right thing. The main character. Extra cheese,
0: $2. You know that's going to be the thing for the next three months, right? <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah. But you it's put like, some brothers on the wall, man.
2: It's like I've never seen that movie. I really don't understand what's going on right now. Well, I've never heard, you've never I've seen never seen heard seen of it. the movie. Wait, you've never you right heard of it? Spike, of Spike of Lee Joint, joint Spike, man. Yeah. He yeah, like throwing it through the
0: window? Isn't that that movie? Yeah. Is that the movie about the pizza delivery guy who gets really mad at the restaurant? Yeah, in Harlem. Okay, I've seen like the last two minutes of that and was like, this looks dumb and angry. <laughs> like,
2: oh, it's oh great. Oh my god, do you know how racist
0: that comment is? <laughs> it's great. I don't I didn't I'm racially blind. I didn't.
1: <laughs> right, for, but, for the most part, as far as what I mean, what I've been doing has really just been kind of outreach for the podcast. I've been kind of circling the wagons and trying to uh trying to support the community while getting our name out there a little bit and um, building up for this contest. One thing that did happen is I got another uh, listener email.
5: Oh. oh.
3: So was, does that bring it up to uh, one and, wh- and a half now? <laughs> what did we do now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> did, did you just... get that one I wrote you? With the
3: picture of the turkey, hand turkey? Is it a cease and desist <laughs> letter from the family of Gary Gygax? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is not. It is, in fact, from Jay. Uh, Steve, you want to read it? Yeah. From Jay?
5: Yep. Hello, guys. Your podcast is great. I follow while I'm at work to make the day go by faster. I recently experienced an issue with my game that is stumping me a bit. I GM a group of five that gets along great the majority of the time. However, recently they all started plotting to kill each other, and I feel for the worse this is slowly becoming the focus of the game. I also received some complaints from players about this development. I even suspect our former 6th player quit because of it. Needless to say, this takes away from our campaign as everyone is forced to take sides in PC arguments that often spiral out of control. This is a huge distraction. Last game, the group was nearly split down the middle on an issue and the group almost started to kill one another because of it. I'm afraid if the PCs fight it out and some PCs die, it will be very detrimental to my game and the RPG group. Do you have any suggestions? I'd like to add this is a group of gamers in their 20s and 30s. I realize that it sounds as though I game with children. (laughs) Jay.
1: All right, so what do you think about that?
5: Happens all the time. Yeah, no yeah. big. Pretty much constantly. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, I, with, I've with got more... a couple of
1: questions for you. No, you go I, ahead, Mac. I, mean, with, I got stuff to say. With too,
0: more man. mature gamers, I would have hoped that like it would turn into this. Like, I, I was before you halfway through. I was like, okay, I'm hoping they're going deep, dark, quiet, like talking to you about what they're plotting on the side, and like. <laughs> The whole thing needs to be secretive and come to a climax. If they're just fighting all the time, every little bit that's just, that's not even good storytelling. Like they're not even good at fighting. Right. That's
3: when the Joker breaks. Or that's when the GM breaks the poker stick in half and then gives <laughs> gives one half to two of them and says he's going to have tryouts. <laughs> Make it
2: quick. <laughs> I actually have had a problem with this in the past, right? Where like one PC was like ridiculously anal versus the rest of them and like didn't want to cooperate. Whenever it was like came down to. I think this you've are, actually told that story on the podcast. That was the episode we lost. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh,
0: man. All right, keep going.
2: I'm pretty sure it was the one we lost. Carry on, though. Yeah. Uh, anyway, regardless, like we uh, had a person who did not want to do what the rest of the party wanted to do. And it came down to, okay, well, if not, I just attack the party. And we were just like, what? And he's like, well, I attack him. I kill the I kill the party. And we were just like, well, what? And I'm sorry it came to this, but we eventually basically just shunned the hell out of that guy, and he never showed back up. But
0: that was it. Was a, consistent. That though. was something that happened
2: regularly. Yeah, though, right? he was like. But a this poison. is sounding to be consistent as well.
0: Well, yeah, but it's not one guy. Is 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 what yeah. I think is is different there. Like yeah. they're devi- there's, there's they're dividing few... down the middle. They're picking sides. So it's not even like everybody's fighting everybody. There's Two new game factors. groups go
2: play with each other.
3: <laughs> Tyler, what's your view?
1: Mm. Just
3: just right on the surface here before we really dig in. On the surface, you uh, take a step back and then. Uh, Crack out diplomacy and let them fight it out there.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Make it worse. Uh,
2: (laughs) Just instigate the hell out of them. They
3: actually kill each other, and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. (laughs) No, but um, I don't know. It's kind of hard. You have to almost. It's hard to arrive at a compromise. So, like, what do you do? Do you do you end the campaign there? Like, how do you how you how do you um navigate out of that as a GM? Well, it seems
2: difficult that they are like mid 20s early 30s because if they were younger you could just be like you're stupid stop <laughs> but now that they're all like older like shut up yeah Which, by the way always
0: works on 16 year olds
2: if you're older and parenting. bigger than them yeah <laughs> and you're the dm you can
0: totally do that you can just go okay listen you can't, like, but you have to be a scary big authority figure. If I tried to do that to, like, one of my cousins, they wouldn't listen to me. If their dad <laughs> did it to them, they would shut up.
2: Yeah, well, I'm just it, saying, I've been in that position before where I've DM people younger mm-hmm. than me, and they're like, well, i part?" a You're like, stop it. You're stupid. And keep playing. Well, but if it's, like, 20-something, 30-something, I don't know how to be like, "Yeah, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I think... I think the idea
0: of a party in conflict is something that happens all the time.
2: Yeah, I agree. I the, think it does happen. But if the
0: dysfunction here is that for whatever, for either his failing as a GM or their failure as players, they're letting it all, like. It's kind of like when you're playing poker and everybody's just always all in all the time. It's like you, you yeah. can't play a game anymore. Like
2: it's hyper aggressive. If, yeah.
0: if, if it's hey, I want to go left down the path. Well, I want to go right down the path. Well, I'll kill you if we don't go left down the path. That's like, well, come on. Like, no, why are you playing Yeah, that's when you completely no lost control yet, as like, like, like a GM, right? Whoever's yeah. doing that, whoever's we, the first person to bring it to that point is the person who's the dysfunction.
1: Well, well, there's there's also a couple other factors there. Steve,
0: did you have something you wanted to add before we got going?
1: No, not really. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, you well, you want to read, read the email? I think the question <laughs> is, the <laughs> question <laughs> is for geez. me, how long has this been going on? How long has this happened? Yeah. Uh, has this happened multiple times with the same the group? the email it sounds like yes. But I mean, like, is this different games or is it these specific characters that they're playing just don't mesh? You know, if, I, I if, if, know. if that's if the case... Are they
0: faithfully role-playing their characters right. and that's what's causing the conflict? Or is it is it interpersonal what's social? The, right. right. Well, is it see, is it the, the guys around the, exact,
2: the table or is it the characters in the dungeon? Well, on a point against Mac here, that's exactly the argument. Not a Well I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Argument. No, we're I gonna kill even, your character. Oh. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the guy who we ba- eventually had to shun out, his argument was like, I'm playing my character. Oh, yeah, yeah. But his character was like, like there's this one specific thing. It's like, I don't leave the, the tower yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. I don't leave the tower. Yeah. And they're like, we're trying to leave the tower. He's like, well, then I attack you. He's like, well, yeah, you are faithfully playing, but you're not having any fun.
0: Well, that you, you, that that was a problem at character conception. Like, right, that's what, where I was going. When he decided he was going to have a character who was who is never going to leave a tower, that was stupid. It's kind of like somebody who decides to play the one evil character in a group of all good characters. Dumb. It's like you're 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 a douche. Like, yeah. well,
1: it's kind it's kind of lazy. Like, there's you, a lot of there's a lot of yeah. gray area there for evil characters inside a good group. I mean, you can do a lot of good storytelling there.
0: My position remains unchanged.
5: You you could almost think of it like you need to give that character something else to do and they're just disagreeing with each other. So like, I want to go left on the path. Somebody's like, no, I want to go the other way. And if not, like I'll kill you, I'll attack you. That's kind of lazy. (laughs) for a, a player yeah, to do yeah it's, it's definitely so, like, like yeah. I
0: said that should never happen and whoever takes it to that point is the one who's I think it's down.
3: something we need to take note of is that the story was actually prefaced with like these guys have been playing together for a while and now all of a sudden it's starting to get bad do you think it's that's campaign? where I was going to say well, let's
1: let's attack this not at the fault of the players around the table
3: because they're adults let's and assume it's this J guy's fault well
1: yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah no not even <laughs> wait that. a minute Yo, <laughs> we, <laughs> we got
3: doctor fill it up <laughs>
1: Let's look at, uh, let's say it's the characters. Jay may be putting some puzzle pieces in place that cause friction. That's kind of the GM's job, hmm. uh, is to cause some friction. Now, if that friction builds to an actual heated explosion, what's hmm. going to happen? That's what GM's kind of are waiting for. That's what they were waiting to see what happens is when two players are going to start, going to have a social issue, and then they have to work through it. Now... If the players are actually role-playing their characters and there is absolutely no way that they can reconcile this situation, I think the campaign's got to end.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: If, And then you need to...
0: Figure out if it was the players or the you characters. You need to assess the situation within your own Because if it's the players, you might be done. And yeah. it's going to happen again. If it's the players
1: it's
2: and you consistent- start a new game, it's going to happen again. If you're having a hard time with these consistent, people consistently, I suggest you talk it out. always try that grab some mics start a podcast (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) grab the mic
0: I I really don't think that this is an all of a sudden problem because if it was something that happened in one of his sessions like to to other listeners if this is something that happens in one of your sessions one time if you plan a weekly basis like we normally assume people do let them them have a week they'll come back back to the table with different attitudes and that won't happen again but if it's happening over and over again everything else we've said applies
1: again assuming that it's the players or that the uh players are
2: responsible, responsible
1: and, and, uh, and mature, let's say that this has been happening multiple times, this has happened over a period of time, and it's becoming a huge distraction now, like he says in the email. Does that mean that there was an issue all the way back at character creation in which these this group of characters should not have been adventuring
2: with each other in the first place? Got another suggestion, how to keep players on the right rail. By giving each character some incentive by to role play their character in a good way to and to not derail by attacking the party members yeah. for like greedy ways. But to like as a DM to like what I do sometimes is I give out what like seem to be like... Like a Benny system? Yes. Thing? Yeah, or like character-specific things. Were just like, mm-hmm. and I let them know ahead of time. I'm like, okay, if you do a cool role-playing moment or if you play your character correctly in a very specific way, then I will give you one of these points. And if you have five points, you can trade it in for something cool. Or if you want to re-roll a dice, you can spend your point to re-roll the dice. And maybe for this specific type of a situation, you add a second
1: caveat, caveat which would be... Points for role playing your character and points for making having your character make sacrifices for the party. Correct, because you may should be the same thing. Well, not necessarily because of the guy that wouldn't leave the tower.
5: Like you were saying, if he had just
1: left the tower, you might have had a great adventure after that.
5: That's different, though. That's like you can't you can't prepare for something like that. Though, well, yeah, I agree with that. You can like. When you, you start a campaign, you can be like, okay, you guys can't attack each other. Like, you can just say that. You can't attack each other. I won't allow it. But if somebody's like, I'm, I'm role-playing my character. I'm not leaving the tower. Then you're like, well, what do you do? Right. I mean, then well, you can... Well, fine. You, we're leaving. You stay we, in the tower. We talked about it before, I think. I don't know if yeah. it's the episode we lost where we could, you could be like, okay, then make a new character if you want to keep playing. Right.
0: And it can't be a character who yeah. also stays in the tower. But I think, <laughs> Unless, I think, of
1: course, you're
5: going to not play them as well just so that the last guy has a companion in the tower because everybody else is...
4: The it's fatty, fatty, ding-dang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: fatty, fatty, ding-dong.
5: I think Brian is right, though, about like going off what he was saying. You could have something set up where you distract them from the stupid stuff that they want to do that's like not really productive to the campaign at all and not very fun. So if somebody's trying to attack another player, you could... Create a distraction. I'm wondering something what system them they're both of them, you know? yeah.
1: yeah. I'm assuming Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. but there's a lot of systems that have things like that built in already, yeah. so I'm assuming they're Pathfinder. not playing one of those. Could be Pathfinder. I'm assuming they're not playing one of those. Maybe you could. maybe they're not playing Savage Worlds. You may look into something like a Savage Worlds or a Fate system, something like that, that has uh, a meta currency for actually role-playing your character and uh, and making
3: yep. sacrifices and stuff like that. Right, that, that appeals yeah. to the actual person.
1: Or at least look into those rule sets so you can see how to implement them in whatever system you might be playing. That may help your situation there. As long as we set forth the caveat before that the players are actually responsible mature adults who are just role-playing their characters, and their characters have fallen down a, a rut where their specific
0: Personalities are just clashing constantly. If the storytelling has led you into this corner, let them have it out, and then see if they want to keep going or you know start a new campaign. But right. let them have it out. Let them get it out of their system. Yeah. See what happens. Sometimes uh, that could
1: destroy. PvP no, you, if cool. you're going to
2: do that, you have to be prepared for it to destroy your. Destroy Sometimes your game. PVP is cool, but you know what? Not is not a cool. Criers. <laughs> We're back to this. So, well, okay. <laughs> I'm just. It's my old standby. You're not allowed to have criers in your group. Okay, well, I mean, there's
1: there's a lot of variables here that I don't necessarily know the answer to, but I think we I think we came with a couple of decent suggestions here as far as ways that can work this out. Uh, with that being said, if it is an issue with the actual players in your group, uh, you may try to isolate the most. Mm, inflammatory player and try kill to kill him <laughs> <laughs> you kill his character first no he was talking about the person
2: oh
0: okay
1: we're, we're done talking about characters <laughs> it could uh, be
0: bowl the old uh, uh, the old ca- player death yeah you mean character death nope <laughs> i saw that on dateline <laughs> the uh, uh, what, that's an episode of what podcast that
1: was uh metagamers anonymous metagamers um, anonymous right halloween episode Check uh that. it was amazing amazing i'm not going to ruin it for you uh if you miss that one go check it out the spoof at the end is fantastic um so anyway jay uh, shoot us another email. Let us know how what you decided to do and how it works. I'd love to hear.
0: Uh, love to hear the uh, next next story here. He's like, thanks. I killed all of them.
2: <laughs> it's like here's pictures of the murder scene.
0: <laughs> I take the internet literally.
5: <laughs> you guys are great. Can I hang out with you guys? Yeah. I don't hey, have any more friends. You want to play? <laughs> 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 I was like, can I hang out? Is it cool if I just stay here for a while?
0: <laughs> hey, hey! Do you keep your blinds down? Because there are people like
2: <laughs> looking for me. Yeah. Oh my!
1: You guys are ridiculous.
3: <laughs> we can't. Jay, you it. might want to
2: leave low for a while because I'm pretty sure you're, you're wanted, wanted for from murder. Yeah. You know.
5: Yeah, I saw that. That's weird. That's I sad. I wish I could. Uh, he could have given us a little more info, what he's, what he's playing. And...
1: Yeah, such a, like, who's, what are the issues with Is the characters, with yeah. the players, and how long has it been going on? It
5: sounds like it might be something that like if I was there, I would easily be able to suggest something. That Oh, you know what he should hey, do. Yeah,
1: absolutely, I know what he should do. He should, he go should on get our on, our on the box. website oh. and get on the
0: speak box yeah,
1: and leave us a voicemail yeah. about what's going on. Or record, five minutes. record one yeah. of your
0: gaming sessions. Leave your laptop open with the mic open oh. in the beatbox. And record, it only lasts record? 10 minutes. It only
2: lasts 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, give us
0: he'll, a ten he'll minute. have to hit the button when they start yeah. pissing and moaning.
2: Is this like to catch a predator? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh or oh wait. That's
1: amazing, to catch a bad player.
2: Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> also, you have to leave us a rap because it is the beatbox. <laughs> it's, a it's the speak box. the beatbox. <laughs> <laughs> you got a rap if you want to leave a message. You can
3: use your Vanilla Ice um, microphone. Oh, yeah. Jay, let us know what you think. With that being said, we're going to move on to our topic.
6: All
1: right. Well, today's topic, the 2012 release, Wreck-It Ralph.
0: You mean, uh... Mash-It... S- Mandy... <laughs> nope,
5: Shh. wreck it Ralph.
0: Uh, you mean uh, destroy it, Dan, or nope. or uh, smash it, Sam?
5: Nope. Uh, I think you guys are talking about other movies. Annihilate Andy. You're coming yeah. to a red box near you. Yeah, that's that, that's the Asylum release.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Crash it, yeah. Chris. <laughs>
1: Crash it, Chris. They
5: turn out such
1: garbage. Oh my god, yeah. that's hilarious. the
2: Asylum ones are awesome. I saw snakes on a train. <laughs>
5: yeah. Transmorphers. Yeah. yeah. Why aren't we reviewing these movies? <laughs>
2: we yeah. we, yeah. Maybe we should.
3: Zombie Hunter.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was looking at mo- I was looking at movie trailers last night and I saw that there was going to be a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Yeah. And my, my one of my roommates was like, "Yep, yeah, probably direct to 3D DVD." <laughs> 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 All right. So, so Wreck It Ralph, um,
1: video game villain decides yeah. that he doesn't want to be bad anymore and needs to go. um he was really bad in the first place.
0: No sympathy for bad guys.
1: Though, Needs you know. to go prove his uh, heroism so that he can be a hero, so he can be a good guy.
0: Yeah, just
3: because he was a bad guy doesn't mean he was bad guy. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Zangief. <laughs> um, directed by uh, Rich Moore, who actually was the voice of Zangief.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool.
1: Uh, oh,
2: now you got all kinds of facts. Oh, I do.
1: John C. Riley as Ralph. Who is this guy? I've never heard of him before. Yeah. Come
0: on. Yeah. Has uh, he been in movies? He's, uh, he's Steve Brule. Yeah,
2: yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> For your help. Take your sister, stupid. She's a girl, too. You
0: <laughs> so, uh, might Sil- be wondering
1: why. <laughs> Sarah Silverman as Vanilla Bean. What oh, is it? Yeah. Vanellope? Vanellope von Schwitz. Yeah, von Schweetz. Yeah. <laughs> von That's right. something like that. Jack McBayer as Felix. Fix-It Felix. Yeah, you did not like him. I really I, I didn't dig that character. My daughter loved him. Is he from 30 yeah. Rock? Yes, he was, yeah, yeah, he's the yeah. the
2: page. Yeah. The wimpy looking guy. Yeah, yeah he just kind of bugged me. Ooh, and can I introduce the next one? Sure. And Alan Tudyk as the Candy King. Yep, King Candy. King Candy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that, that character was fantastic. He was somewhere between... He's the best character. He's he was the, somewhere between uh, was, Roger Rabbit and uh, the just, Mad Hatter. He's just Ed Wynn. <laughs> yeah. It was he, pretty good, yeah. He's just Ed Wynn. Yeah. So Ralph decides to leave his video game console box, arcade whatever machine. it was, arcade machine, and uh, starts traveling around the arcade. Um, yeah, he goes turbo to look um, to <laughs> to look does. for a place where he can be called a hero, where he can be the hero. Uh, what do you guys think about the movie, Mac?
0: I liked it an awful lot. There's a lot of, you know, like most of those Kitty animated things, there's a lot of uh, adult references
2: in the background. Who's saying Kitty? Yeah. Um, I play Lego games. It was definitely (laughs) Kitty. (laughs) According to Brian, I'm six years old because I got a Wii. You do have a six-year-old Wii? I mean...
3: Uh, well, All right, back, we back
2: can't to put the kid internet about Weezy and six year olds
3: and Dan's Weezy and six year olds, eight year olds, do He's got a six year old Wee, which means <laughs> wait a second, something really terrible <laughs> happened so, about twenty five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do eight year olds have
0: the Wii U? They do. I don't want to have this conversation anymore. <laughs> I'm, done, I'm, done, I'm done with this. All right, dude. so Mac, what would you think? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was always I was a fan of arcades when I was a kid because I didn't grow up with uh, uh, any sort of console. Um. So it was nice seeing all that sort of nostalgia. I mean, I don't know how many arcades have closed around here or gone to tenantless. You know, are there any left? Yeah. Can you think I'm of any arcades?
2: There, I can't think Actually,
0: of arcades a, are a fair, fairly common filler for the for unrented units in in malls that yeah. are also no dying not, out. The yeah. Alton
5: Square not Mall anymore. has the Namco uh, arcades. Is yeah. gone. yeah.
1: Right. Has. An arcade that's about the size of your living room that probably has twenty games
5: in it, Alton square. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's but about it. It's because it's a filler. It's because they can't rent that room, right? But yeah, and that's and that was the actually one zombie mall, though.
3: Yeah. yeah, that was like one of my favorite parts of the movie, though. Was like, <laughs> it showed like the ramifications of like closing down an old arcade machine, and how it really just like completely destroyed the lives of all these. people. You know the video game meta characters. Yeah, these actual characters (laughs) that you saw had personalities and lives, and like they go to the bar every night after they get done playing their games and stuff. See, that's that's one of the things, and I wanted to ask you guys what you guys liked about the movie, but that's you just touched on one of the things
1: that I loved about this movie. I loved the idea that inside that arcade there are individual machines, and each one of those machines is potentially like a village or like a a a house, or depending Mm -hmm. on what the what the you know its own little world and they're all connected by the um
2: it's like the hub or whatever yeah the hub or something it was like the, that. the yeah the power strip
0: it was the power strip
1: yeah, yeah. yeah and they were all connected by the power strip so they'd hop the on a, like protector. a little um a little subway train thing that would take them to the power strip where they would go to other games that was amazing. I loved that concept. I
0: really like. I, I was wondering when I when I saw the concept of the movie, I was wondering how they were going to get it from get from game to game. But the idea that all the power cords run to the same surge protector and yeah. that like yeah. that's like a transit station and was really neat.
1: One scene, Ralph was all down in the dumps and he's sitting in Tapper, the the old, <laughs> yeah. the old yeah. Tapper. I thought that was Tapper. so cool. Yeah, that was really pretty. <laughs>
3: slick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Reuse yeah. like sitting behind him. Yeah, it
3: was so cool.
1: So I I, I like the idea that the characters in this movie exist specifically in that arcade. But if there were a another arcade across town somewhere that had the same games, you could wind up with a wholly, a completely different story. Yeah. Because there's a different Wreck-It-Ralph over there.
0: Well, I didn't really consider that. Did you ever watch Reboot? Uh, yeah. yeah. Reboot was another thing about the, uh, another... Uh, similar Very concept similar. Of yeah. like, inside of your machine, the things are all conscious, and when you're not there they don't stop you know living their lives or whatever right. oh, who was the villain was it, was, it, game.
3: was it Megabyte or Gigabyte Megabyte, well, megabyte. it was Megabyte yeah. you turned
0: into Gigabyte
2: yeah. at the end of it. So the and there Hexadecimal. was also Hexadecimal yeah. Oh, yeah. warning Incoming. wasn't that the, game. the
0: guy and then uh, Megabyte was a
3: girl. Was no, Hexadecimal it- no, no, Hex Hex was, was the chick
2: who like changed faces. She was she like the Wah. masks.
5: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was scary, dude. And her mask yeah. was broken by the
0: dude. Season three of that show was so weird. I think it was season three was the final season. Like, yeah, I mean, right yeah. Where they went like it's like- in it's in the future and it's yeah. in the internet.
5: Yeah, and it was it was it was just so crazy. What's her name? Uh, like the virus, the super virus or whatever. And then the they got old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glitch. Or, uh, the kid's name was a glitch. The kid's name was Enzo. Enzo. Yeah. He got old somehow, and he was like, he looked like Cable or he something from glitch, the He had I think. <laughs> and he was looking for, he, he was, really was looking did. for Bob. He was yeah. looking for the antivirus yeah, yeah, program because yeah. he needed
0: to take him back to defeat uh, Megabyte, who'd taken everything over, over and Hexadecimal, who'd gone insane.
5: I remember, yeah,
0: and yeah. <laughs> Not just spoiler alert for for the end of it, but it all turns out like the idea in reboot was that uh, <clears throat> when when players play a game, when when people who own the computer play a game, it like comes down as a game and people have to some of the some of the villagers or whatever of the the, the residents of the computer have to jump in and like try to play against the player because if the player wins, they save the game and it destroys the part of the city that the like GameCube had come down on. But I swear, at the end of Season 3 when they finally defeat Megabyte and Hex Decimal and all that and Bob is back and everything's going to be okay again, the GameCube rises. It was all just one game. The entire season was a, was one game. Great. A- yeah. And Enzo couldn't even remember it. He got so... <laughs> what the hell? He got so... He, <laughs> he, is this he, Dallas? Or yeah, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> it is insane. Like, they're going through the internet and they're doing all this crazy stuff and it comes back and it all turns out to be one game. It was nuts. But I really like that concept of like... Things living in something, yeah. yeah. That they yeah. still live their lives and stuff, and and in in that final season when they finally introduced the idea of like the internet, because previously it had all been inside of this one arcade computer, or something, yeah. And it had all been inside this one computer. When they introduced the idea of the internet, they go out and you start seeing other people's computers and the crazy stuff that's going on on the internet, like it's nuts.
2: Cool. Yeah.
1: Brian, what do you like about the movie from a gamer's perspective?
2: Um, I thought the movie was really well made on a movie standpoint. I'd um, agree with that. All the gaming stuff was really cool. I liked it. All, all, all the sent- little references, yeah. And all stuff. the sentiments, but there is the scene when Ralph first goes to Heroes Duty. Yeah, it's like the Call of Duty versus Aliens kind of game or whatever, right. and it just like kind of just throws you into it, and it plays this Skrillex song in the background, right. and it's real. I swear to God, the entire time I had the biggest smile on my face. <laughs> like I was just so well done as a like like the the pacing. Was really well. The music fit up to the scene really well. And like all the animation was seriously just amazing. And when the scene ended, I was kind of just like, Oh, that's all we're going to get of it. Yeah. Like, I was, yeah.
3: I was the same way.
2: Yeah. Like, like it was really cool. I liked it a lot. The only I have a few I, I have a few complaints, but like generally, it's a very good movie. Too much time in that sugar rush land. So I got a little bored of it after a while, but I thought Sarah Silverman's character was cute and nice. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. She there was, was too much time in that one game.
0: Yeah.
4: There was too
2: much. See, that was you know, that was, it was one wasted my... potential, in my opinion. Like you could have done so much, but you know, I'm sure there'll be a Wreck-It Ralph 2, and we'll see right. even more games, you know. But because it did really well with the box office, like was, uh, that was
0: if you were was trying to find issues. something and was going from game to game trying to find it, like that would have been a more, you know.
2: Also, Jane Lynch's character history—funniest thing in the movie. Yeah, that was that was pretty. <laughs> she hilarious. was
3: programmed with the most tragic character get... background ever.
5: <laughs> you're uh, a
3: dynamite, dynamite gal. You're a dynamite gal. <laughs> As uh, like I was saying just a little bit
1: ago, that was um, that was pretty much one of my only dislikes about the movie, was that from the trailer I thought there was going to be more game hopping, and too. there was mm-hmm. pretty much the the movie pretty much settled into two. Two games. First
0: twenty minutes is so many cameos you can't keep track of them right. and then it's over. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean they, they, they continue on. I mean they continue on but they're very much. subtle. They're like um uh writing on the writing on the wall in the car in the arcade. Yeah. I know, but once he gets like into
0: Sugarland he doesn't leave it again.
1: Who loves Cuber here? Well, even in Sugarland, you had, like... Uh, I, I thought did, he like,
0: was awesome.
1: Qbert was the most horrible game
0: ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why he's homeless and living in the power Yeah, shooting. I know. They made him into like, a hobo. It was hilarious. <laughs> I, I did like some of those early references, like, <clears throat> big old uh, uh, exclamation uh, point. Yeah. That Robert, was uh, awesome. He's overstout. pulling out of the yeah. uh, Lost and Found. There's the the graffiti fun... had stuff like yeah, Shen Long was here and, right. they, like, lol-pwned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that yeah.
2: was good.
0: But, uh... And, uh one of my favorite parts is that you've probably seen this scene in the in the trailers if you haven't seen the movie yet. But uh, uh, the, Oh, this, the, we got the pirate at the beginning of this podcast. Oh, yeah, We're spoiling okay. the hell out of the, this thing. It, the, very be, <laughs> the, the very beginning of the movie is... It, 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 the, the, the plot follows a very simple like, introduction, motivation, exploration, conflict, and resolution.
2: Right. Or conflict, twist, resolution. There's a lot of different <clears throat> things going on in this movie, though, towards the end. There's Kinda, like four yeah. or five different things. I was like, well... It's like the, the movie was ending, I was like, well, they still got to resolve this and this and this and this and like...
0: And, and some of it kind of super telegraph stuff, like the fact that Fix-It Felix goes out looking for him, kind of super telegraphs that he's going to fix something later on. Like, right. that's all that dude does. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, So it's like, what's going to be broken? Well, probably this, you know, like a lot of that sort of stuff. Oh, look, aliens that eat things and convert into... Lar- okay. So oh my
1: God, I own. loved those aliens. I <laughs>
0: loved that. Th- I loved
1: the concept. That inside, uh, what was the name of the game? Heroes Duty. <sighs> yeah, yeah. There was not only are the the uh, the little sprites that you're seeing sentient uh, from the video game, but they also have a pest that lives in the video game system with them that they only that they can't kill, that they have to
0: just cope with needlessly. It's just over part and of again. the yeah,
1: yeah. It's just part of the setting, and I also love the idea that because of the interconnectivity of the arcade, that that. Uh, pestilence was able to spread to a different machine and that is not equipped and the people that live there were not equipped to deal with that threat
2: man that's some good
1: writing that was the a
2: pixar is that was a really cool concept that You write some yeah. good movies i like
5: yeah. the i like the stand-in for the are uh, the the surrogate for the player in the uh, in hero's duty oh, yeah, the, it oh in, yeah it's just like <laughs> a, a flat the screen. screen yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep
1: uh and the fact that Playing the game, like our experience of playing the game, is literally just just show that the people in that game are putting on while they're on their their clocked yeah. in hours. Yeah.
0: So. so I was saying that like the the the. During the introduction portion of this sort of stock plot, um, he, he's narrating over, you know, the, a quick run through of what his game and what his life is like, Ralph is. And then it turns out that he's doing this as part of his testimony at a Villains Anonymous group or whatever. And it's, it's in this weirdly nondescript room and it's hosted by, you know, the oldest villain in the room that was the Pac-Man ghost. And then when they all get up to leave the room, it turns out that that's the center. It's the ghost room of Pac-Man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, was like, I was like, I wonder where this is that they're sitting and all, and all meeting up and talking. And it's in the center room of Pac-Man. That's awesome to me. And then, yeah, and then he gangs like, the, uh, the cherries on the way out.
4: Yeah, I just, sweet. I just
0: love the idea that the the center room of Pac-Man, where the ghosts are all waiting, is like a waiting room. It's like a couple of chairs and a coffee machine on one side, and like <laughs> I just love that. I love that big, big fluorescent lights. Like right, that's that's it's it's a fantastic. It's
2: a breeding ground for gaming ideas for me. I mean, it really, is. am I the only one who kind of thought the movie got really dark towards the end? Oh, it definitely dark. Oh yeah. Got dark. King Definitely Candy was.
0: Dark. I'm gonna let you watch your best friend die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go,
1: Tyler. What did you like about the movie? Before we move into the uh the deep dark recesses of this thing.
3: I mean, I liked it. Have from we covered it? To, I, yeah, I, think I think we it, did. It's it, yeah. much it. I liked it from beginning to end. But um, I want to note the actual Wreck It Ralph game and how all those like the citizens were. You know, so inclined to just (laughs) love Felix and then they had that big, uh, the big party. They were assholes. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie because then Ralph was just like trying to break his way into the party. It's like. We've all been there, like not invited to a party. Like, well, you know, uh, oh, this cake is pretty cool. Oh, I'm wondering where I'm at in it, and then they're just like, it's like, it's super awkward, and you can just feel the tension. They're just like, uh, they're like, oh, uh, how about you just stay down here? It's like, why is it Felix down there in the mud? <laughs> I don't even like chocolate.
1: <laughs> that's that's another thing to point out uh, for you, watcher, for for you watching the movie, uh, the. Four bit and eight bit graphics and stuff that you're seeing—they're actually animated really well. Oh, the ending credits so, well. is so that, good too. Yeah. yeah, it was really good too. Yeah. But um, like there's a lot
5: of a lot of good stuff to look at in this movie. Uh, Steve, what'd you like? Uh, I liked the first half of the movie, like all the references and stuff. I thought yeah? I thought were really cool because they didn't like they didn't like shove it in your face. It was like kind of subtle. So <laughs> how
1: about like? They Mario was brought up a couple of times, <laughs> only once, no twice. There weren't any Nintendo when? characters. There was, hey Mario, where's Mario? He said he's on his way, or he's yeah, gonna at be the party, here sometime yeah. at the party.
2: He's
5: and then late. in the
1: Lost and Found, he was like digging around. He pulled out one of the uh, red and
2: white mushrooms. Yeah, right. Oh, left- that's not a Mario. That, it's part of his world. But there' there's Bowser. Tough... Okay, Bowser is in it. There's a third time. Right, but I was just saying oh,
1: Mario. Yeah, Bowser was there. Okay, yeah, there yeah. was some.
5: Some Nintendo characters. Yeah.
3: There. And Vix Felix is based off Mario. The
2: right. The entire yeah. character.
5: Which
1: so. is... It was pretty funny that they were asking, where's Mario, when well, Felix has
5: the hammer and everything. Yeah. looks,
1: He's playing the part of Mario. I right? heard that, so like...
2: So, where is Mario, though? Like, I, I actually did some research on it. Okay. Uh, a, it was really expensive, so they said no. Like, they were just going to not do it. But they got the rights to the other characters, and for, like, a smaller fee, they could use the other characters and not Mario, but... Like, they could also use Mario, like, once or something like that, but they just couldn't find a place for him in the movie, so they just didn't find
0: that. Yeah, if you kind of put Mario in there, it has to be, like, as the celebrity, like, yeah. most popular. Gotta
2: drop the Mario
0: bomb, you know? Yeah. Also, has there been a Mario arcade since freaking Donkey Kong?
2: Like Mario oh, Brothers? yeah.
1: The Mario Brothers games, uh, 1 and in- 2. Two, one and two
2: both. were in
0: arcades. They were both arcades. That's Weird. That's way before my time. I think.
2: Well, no, there was that game. It was just the Mario Brothers. It was just like that the thing. pipes where you're yeah, bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. there's
1: that too. But I'm saying the latest ones. I don't think Super Mario Three was ever in the arcade. Weren't, yeah. weren't those
3: games in that horrible Wizard movie?
4: Like you're
5: playing Wizards? Mario yeah. Brothers yeah. Championship. But that was he like was a playing, pr- no. That was Super Mario, Mario Brothers 3. Three. Yeah, that was like a proprietary we're, thing though. They just like made that for the movie. Yeah, they, they yeah. Super Mario Brothers Three was for Nintendo. Gotcha. And it was this new secret game that nobody knew yeah. anything. But when they got to the grand tournament, everybody was telling them what to get. <laughs> <laughs> the flute's over there. Get it. Oh yeah, like yeah. like everybody played it for like yeah. four years. Thank God we have the
3: spoiler tag, is nobody's seen that movie yet. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so bad.
1: Twenty five years. I love the old. power. I seen it since I was it's a uh, young yeah. Fred hey. Savage. Yeah. So uh, that's been a while. Yes. So I'm the kids hiding know. in the
0: dinosaur. It's where he's I- hiding.
1: Was there anything
0: any of you guys did
1: not like about the movie?
0: Well, I think we mentioned too much time in Sugarland. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Although, uh, for those of you who have younger kids, Sugarland's very pretty.
0: Yeah. I did immediately go pink. buy candy. It is very yeah. Pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian yeah. and I saw it together. And, very and when quick. we got out of there, we had to go to the gas station to get, like, soda and candy.
2: I bought, like, in a giant box of Gobstoppers, and I sat there and ate the whole thing. I was just yeah. like, I hate myself.
5: <laughs> I think... Uh, it, that that's kind of annoying because they spent too much time in Sugar Rush because you were like sitting there the whole time going like I want to see more stuff I want to see like uh, right. where's the next game Green over? Hill Zone <laughs> and right. stuff yeah. you know
0: oh yeah also yeah apparently this is the one racing game where the level never changes <laughs>
4: like yeah it's another they only really have the one point, track is yeah. that they
3: only showed games with only one level such as yeah. Wreck-It Ralph which is the same level over and over again yeah. presumably Tapper and apparently Heroes Tapper, Rush Tapper yeah. yeah, right all of those so I thought that was interesting too, and yeah, and here in uh, Heroes of Duty was just like the same, like climb to the top of the tower and get the medal, and then I go think, on back. I think
0: if well, you weren't, weren't th- cheating, if you played Heroes of Duty the way you're supposed to, you probably fight your way across the bridge. I'm sure there's and a, then you fight yeah, your way through, the, in, through levels, the door and yeah. then probably go up through all the levels. But, but they
3: didn't show that dynamic, like what happens when Ralph is wrecking another building and he doesn't live in the brick pile by that one building, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. As far as the the levels concerned. I'm pretty sure they
1: mentioned in the Sugar World that it was the qualifying round, which I'm pretty sure just it just means round 1. And since nobody had been there to play it, you know, they were just running around. Like there wasn't any races there were no races going on while Ralph was in there. Speaking of the Sugarland though, I mean, the elephant in the room here is King Candy. Okay? Anybody got anything to say about King Candy here? Uh,
0: okay, my first question after seeing that and to everybody else that I've that I know who has just seen it are did you see Turbo coming?
2: I did. No. Not really. No. Oh. I totally
0: didn't. Happy and I don't admit know why that I did. And I don't know why. Cuz yeah. when I was thinking about it they like they give you everything you need to know. They tell you about this character that's never introduced. They remind you of his name and what he did over and over again. Uh, what what you're referencing is where um the Ralph leaving his
1: game was likened to, uh, a, I guess, an urban legend in the arcade of yeah. Going Turbo, which is Turbo left his game and the game got sent out of the arcade because of it.
0: It was like the original, yeah, it was like the original uh, racing game or whatever. And It's like pole position. You know, s- uh, Spy Hunter came in and he was jealous of it, so he, like, went into Spy Hunter and was messing up the game. And both the games got and Both taken the out. games got shut down and taken out. And that's what they. And think that was, was the end of the storyline there. That's that's game hopping, and then that's what they think Ralph is doing, and they keep comparing him to this, you know, nightmare background cautionary tale. But it turns out that that guy's still running around. In fact, he's the in charge of Sugar Rush, which another linking thing. Like Sugar Rush is a racing game. Racing games right. is what terrible. Like, how do you not see this guy coming? He, yeah, it was a. Uh, it's pretty blatant, yeah. and I'm usually movie
1: sleuthing it out whenever I go to the theater and whatnot. But I guess they 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 they. Put a nice little twist tie on the end of that uh, Turbo and Spy Hunter uh, debacle, so that I completely forgot about Turbo.
2: It was me. More for me, it was like there's, like I said earlier, there's so much going on in in the movie. I was just like, why do I care about this Turbo thing? Like I just like forgot about it. Yeah. You
0: you know, I movie sleuth too. I I saw Skyfall with Brian and Steve here, and just before the end of it, I leaned over to Steve and told him the last five plot points accurately. You know, I called it in advance. God, I hate people like that. To see movies. Oh
3: my God, I hate it.
0: And Prestige. It's, they're
3: clones. God damn it. <laughs> clones. You didn't, you didn't
0: see that? You didn't clones. Know that
3: was coming? No, I don't, I don't know. See, that's the thing. I, okay, clones. I am totally not a movie sleuth. I just sit back there like a happy little idiot and just wait for the plot Same point to hit me across the face because that's the way I like to enjoy my movies. And that being said, I figured out the TurboTastic. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's because of his lispy little voice and he's like, "I'm TurboTastic," and then he's like, "Oh, I'm King Candy," and I guess there was this one. It was one crazy moment of clarity where I just leaned over to my girlfriend. I'm like. I figure something out. So you were the asshole. No, and I you, was like, you, you know, were the asshole. Guy. And guess what I said. I said I'm not going to tell you. You'll wait to find out. And then five minutes later, I can't do am turbo.
0: I can't do that because no one ever believes you if you go. I totally knew that was going to happen. There, I'll, I'll I write it yeah, down. Yeah. So I, I write, write it down. down yeah. Well, when, it's a, pi-
3: when it's a Pixar movie and there's literally one plot twist in the entire movie, then it's a little more believable.
0: I have to tell somebody. I have to go. Bet it's this. Oh, All right, so you
3: just like write it down in your phone or, or like type it down in your phone. In Prometheus,
0: I was going
5: nobody's gonna make it off. I'm
1: like, <laughs> wow, you have spoiled so many movies. I have to put them at the end of the.
5: She lived. <laughs> she took off in the. the yeah, ship. but she didn't go home. She didn't go home. <laughs> She's gonna be
1: more than a pirate for this one, right? I guess so. Um, so with King Candy,
2: it was Kaiser Soze the whole time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's hardcore, man
2: with um everybody with, else had a turn <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> with uh with King Candy he shows up uh Ralph and uh the little uh Sarah Silverman character Vanellope Philip
4: that is Vanellope Vanellope
1: Penelope. but with a V Vanellope and Ralph are like hanging out in oh. this Diet Cola Mountain did, did you did know that, that? No, no, okay yeah and uh like hiding out and he's like training her to drive and stuff like that. Which again whatever. I
3: thought was a very cool like environment. Yeah, yeah those those the inside those. of Diet Mountain. With now the, that was where the glitch hung out oh, no one No, that's else where goes. the secret level
0: was. That was yeah. awesome. With the Mentos level. on the ceiling <laughs> that, that claws, was was never I was like never that bothered looks to be bad.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was sweet.
1: So they're in there and uh Ralph gets uh vanilla all equipped and whatnot. And um right before the race is about to start, the king shows up and says, Hey you need to stop her from racing because it's she's for a- her own good she's a glitch, and if she wins the race and gets qualified in the game's going to get ruined and everyone will leave the game except glitches can't get out so it's for her own good that she doesn't get into this race I think
0: she I think they were saying that it's that's not what would happen they were saying it would reset if, oh, she, yeah, if yeah. she won the game would reset and if it resets she'd be deleted. Because she only exists as a glitch.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. In any case, he came off. I mean, and I believed him. It sounded like a a plausible
0: lie. Yeah, I (laughs) I mean, I did too. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? (laughs) You hit a
5: guy with glasses. Oh, you hit a guy with glasses. Well played. (laughs) Lots, lots of game fodder in here. I thought it was kind of dumb, though. Like, the only thing that I thought was kind of like lame in the movie was when. He how he finds out that like Vanilla is supposed to be in the game. Yeah, she's just like on the side of the arcade yeah, machine. Yeah, he, he
1: somehow gets a look at yeah. um,
5: the outside of the game. And machine. Like, oh, and that was easy. Side. Like this all this all...
0: <laughs> like that's the only thing he's ever had to look at yeah. outside of that window. How like, he never noticed like this
5: all this buildup, and he's just like, huh? Oh yeah. Was... Wait a minute. He just <laughs> figures everything out by looking at a picture yeah. on the side of the. I mean, it know. is it is not complex storytelling. Like yeah. no, but it's it's a
1: lot of fun. Quick question, once around the table. I got two of them actually. First one: If you were to make the Wreck-it Ralph game, the Wreck-it Ralph RPG, no, okay. What Mm -hmm. system would you use to play it in? Oh dear. Any idea? I mean, I'll I'll monologue here for a second. Uh, The the first thing that comes to mind uh, for me. Is like Super Smash Brothers, or uh, what's the newest one with the uh, PlayStation? The PlayStation All-Stars? Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Yeah, where um. all these characters from different machines essentially would be in the same place fighting for whatever reason. Uh, so that those are the first things that come to mind for me. Uh, if you were going to do something like that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you're going to have something that's kind of cartoony. You know, you have to have something that's going to be able to do. Larger than life things and it without and being... it doesn't take itself too seriously, right? Right, exactly. It can't be a real heavy duty system. can't be something. Can't, I don't think you could do it in GURPS or Hero. I guess maybe in Hero, but that'd be a lot of work to try to stat out all those video game characters. So I guess.
0: I was going to say, like, I think that the plot of Record Ralph would have been better if it was a little more globe trotty, if he would have gone around to more games. Right. So I would probably try to find some system that has a happy marriage of being generally universal and also modularized, like for different settings. Something like, uh, GURPS doesn't quite do it. No. GURPS modules are mostly expanding on their rule setting, but something like, I know we say this every time, but something like Savage Worlds where it tends to like, it's got its kind of superhero and it's got its kind of horror and it's got its kind of, but, yeah. and they can, and they're, they're based on like a So you're saying rule essentially you
1: change them. the feel of the system for every game that you're in. I, 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 I would, yeah, I would do that.
3: It,
0: okay. it, it might be a lot of work, but I think that that's how you communicate how different each of the environments is, is to kind of change up what system you're playing we're,
3: Cool. We're such Savage Worlds fanboys. I'm sure anyone listening probably envisions all of us hey, with, like, here's the thing, with like Savage Worlds t-shirts Savage and, like, posters Worlds, on the wall.
1: Savage Worlds just won the gold any this year. Everybody's a Savage Worlds fanboy. Because it's,
0: really, it's a damn good system. I can't think of another example of what I'm trying to say, though. You know what I mean? No, I know you're like talking a, about. Like, if you're in the yeah, driving woodworked game, woodworked you, your system yeah.
1: has to have a situation, uh, uh, a, a uh, set of rules that has bad. car chases and whatnot in it. Uh, if you're in hero's duty, you have to be able to get the gritty um, gunfire and alien attack, kind of a hopeless situation that you can crawl out of.
0: You know, if you were doing, like, you're in, like, I don't know, Silent Hill, and you try to get out of Silent Hill, and when you get out of, the player characters actually try to get, actually do get out of Silent Hill, but they end up in Raccoon
2: City, like, you could make your way through White Wolf games that way. Right.
0: You know.
1: What about you,
2: Brian? You got anything? It's tough to do role-playing game in my mind, because in my mind, I am the kind of guy who likes to go, screw it. Take all your crap out of here. I'm doing it myself, and I want to build from the ground up. Okay. So I, I'd, I'd eventually, I'd, I'd probably end up starting to think of like a my own game system that I want to run it in. But like a setting kind of idea for it, it would be. I know we mentioned it earlier in his uh, his Horizon, but he right. got the Kingdom Hearts game. Right. I could think of like a really good way to make Kingdom Hearts like this because Kingdom Hearts, like the whole idea of it, is you go from like world to world and either like a Disney or a... Honestly, uh, squ- I'm
1: really surprised that... I mean, square. it may exist, but I'm really surprised I haven't
2: seen a
3: Kingdom Hearts tabletop RPG. It, needs to, it, 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 it really does. It needs
2: to exist. It needs to exist. It
3: has that entire trotting feel. Yeah. It's yeah, the it's going Absolutely. The go going from, from like, under the sea to Halloween
0: Town to yeah. the Caribbean. I'm kind of surprised there isn't a Kingdom Hearts movie. Like, why hasn't Disney yeah. yeah, made their, their, their own point meta movie? Because
3: you know? they're, the cinematics are so lengthy that they're basically like mini-movies yeah. within the games.
2: And like the plot behind it is really like, Japanese-y and like, <laughs> it is. It's really right. I know, I know. Yeah, cheesy. Yeah, no. it really is. But anyway, if you take that concept of like, like there's just these worlds and like the characters, the players can travel between them, but nobody else can, right? Like, like they're special for a reason, and like there's a reason why they have to go from place to place. I think you could tell a really cool story. But yeah, just definitely. Going turbo.
1: I think you can do it two ways. If you're, I think it comes down to whether or not you can set the scene enough to make it feel. Like a different world or a different video game, or do you have to go with mechanics?
0: Because w- if you, I would do it through mechanics, and I, I, as I said, and I think that that's really hard. So if there's another it, way you can do it, like, if
1: you do it with mechanics, like, um, I think a system like Quags is quick enough, fast enough to encompass not enough meat to it. though. It's not enough meat, but you can add, you can you can bulk it up. That's where I was getting at with uh, with what Mac is saying with changing the system up what you're bulking up quags with is those are those system pieces that make it feel different you're than like, the last bam, game. Bam, here's the settings doing. for this one. It's right. like you get you can do these And things. they're like meta settings or meta bam, meta Bam, here's
2: Duke Nukem. Mechanics. Bam, here's a racing game. Right yeah.
3: There. Tyler, what about you? Any ideas? I was trying to go with some ideas like taking a character that you made in one system and then making his equivalent in another system like right. throwing a dwarf cleric into like the uh the Star Wars like role-playing game or yeah. like even the dc comics or General marvel or, or yeah like marvel these or marvel uh role-playing game i was trying to, to play around with that idea but it just it, it sounds like a mechanical nightmare to me like i can see where you're going from to, there trying to translate it I'm appropriately. So.
0: I, I'm, I, i've actually been thinking since he named quags i've been thinking of like some ground up stuff i'm like I'm, i like kind of want to give all my play- players power um, ups a b x y yeah. Like have them say what their ABXY are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then real- when
2: you go in another game, it changes. Like, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I like that. But you have like an inventory that kind of stays the same. Yeah, that sort of stuff. In this yeah, thing. whatever you're carrying with that, you.
0: That doesn't work here. This isn't a guns game. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: it's a sword now. Yeah, right. It's a whip.
0: Right, your your gun becomes a spatula. Okay. Or no, it just doesn't work anymore. And you're just like, oh nope, sorry, that's not part of the rules here. We don't have.
5: That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. This,
0: this
4: oh, system really cool the system doesn't have the interface for lasers. XY
5: thing. Steve, what about you? I'm thinking like you could make multiple – so you could make like multiple character sheets, right. multiple settings, and just like run different games like every like day. completely different game yeah. systems? Yeah. So the
1: gauntlet style video game is you're just playing fourth edition Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. And then you you pull out uh, Car Wars to play in, <laughs> in the Sugar yeah. Rush game. And then you're pulling out, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, that's definitely doable. That's I mean, it's like the lot most direct, of work up
0: ahead, direct
5: way to do it, I guess.
0: And I, uh, your GM is busy. Read some books. Yeah, right. Books. <laughs> I, I think if I were doing, if I were taking a role playing game across several different sorts of video games, you know, doing this, this right. exact sort of thematic game, the pièce resistance has to be when they step it, when the party breaks through the next game and it's the text based role playing game. When, when you have that whole session, I, oh, that's amazing! The so crew eats you. See, that's gotta, you are dead. It's got to be great. Well, it's like, you La see, Gru, it,
1: you don't see anything. You are dead. Oh, I open my eyes. Okay, you open your eyes.
2: Yeah, seriously. Like, and you can. And you're just at that point. You're just playing d d. No, no, but like really bad, terrible.
0: Yeah, it, terrible. And, and, and it needs to choose be, your own adventure it needs story. Needs to be funny, needs, complex. Like he just uh, uh, demonstrated, and it needs you see to be a door. Just, and needs to be just, y- you die all of a sudden, like, right. choose your own <laughs> adventure style. Like, that would be a great session. The thing is, Brian, you're
1: not feeling too good tonight, man. No. <laughs> no.
0: The, pretty, okay, we're going to be
1: canceling the next episode because we're all going to be sick. No, no, don't take that literally. The internet is no, not literal. No, we're,
5: we're, <laughs> we're going to be back. The thing is, like, when Ralph goes from game to game, he doesn't change. He's just still Ralph. So yeah. that's the thing that kind of confuses Yeah, that's things. a good
0: point. Too, like His, his hands hard. are that's still big. That's why I was saying you need to pick something that's modular. Yeah, so that the rules have a slight change, but they easily adapt. Like, <laughs> all right,
2: ooh, I like it. It. I the X Y thing. Like, maybe you have like a a circle button too. That's like it's a special ability that works in all the worlds or something.
1: Well, maybe yeah. You you get got your oh, big oh, hands. Yeah. Or just things.
0: characteristic stuff. Like, if A is your jump, and you put a lot of stats into jump or whatever, when you go into the game that there's like a platformer, you jump really yeah. well. Like, you never miss your yeah. jumps. You I know, think like. it
5: would be cool to have like have something where like you're so your different character sheets in different systems mean that you're changing like your appearance changes like your style kind of changes a little bit so like if ralph changed into like a big you know cool dude and like a cool guy you don't look dumb and gay anymore you look cool (laughs) well and i would seriously make it so that like
0: the 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 buttons you had to pick were like you had to name something that was like typically in a in a video game like jumps is, is a really good example but like you know also like if you made one if you made one of your buttons like high punch but the, but then, so it's like, okay, you have a melee ability now. Like, what, you know, which one of your stats is tied to that and how, and like, but and then I wouldn't make it just punch. Like, it wouldn't be just that, because I'd let him do up, down, left, right, combined with punch. <laughs> That's hilarious. And like, and what it means in the games. Like, sometimes punch is going to be that you're so able to break the block. Can you sometimes create... it's going to be that you're able to hit the guy you're fighting, and sometimes it's going to be another thing.
1: So you get out your, uh, your labeler, and you alter some dice. You know, so one's up, down, left, mm. right, and Block. you start rolling randomly to see what you, you know, yeah, what type of a punch you do or something. That's, that sounds like a you lot. You
0: know, of fun. S- somebody has like a, a a turbo or something, and in the racing game, that means that they've got a a, a nitro boost ability if they want it, or in the in the Metroid style game, it means that they can go into the ball form and roll around <laughs> a little faster than everybody else. Like for when you're in the Metro game, for that unavoidable time where you have to backtrack across the entire level to pick right. up that thing you couldn't get to earlier,
2: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> alright so one last question we'll just go real quick around the table your favorite video game brought to the big screen favorite video game movie
0: don't say Super Mario
2: Brothers why not
0: love <laughs> no, that movie I'm, I'm kidding Ba-bom! I haven't seen that movie in such a long time yeah, yeah don't, don't oh, go back no yeah, you want me to Huh? You, you start I, haven't, I don't, I I don't even know
2: I that. want to start because I think I'm going to steal yours no I don't think you're going to steal mine I, I don't know choose my Street yet. Fighter oh dang that's a good
0: one that probably was it <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> dang <a> good one <laughs> I love that movie with Raul Julia and John Claude Van Damme. I bison was, uh, dollars.
0: I was pretty young. When you got that. bison paid. Bison. You got paid. Everybody get out! No, it's uh, a. Yeah. <laughs> there's a closed circuit television showing them that there's a truck full of explosives rolling toward the tent There in, and Zankif goes quick. Change the channel. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there's a. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch a lot of that when I watched it. When I was younger, I went to oh, is so to good! Oh man, oh I yeah. just remember it was a terrible. movie I
2: saw it when I was a kid, and I thought it was just bad action. <laughs> just, and oh, didn't awesome! Know, and I, was, I brought it over to your house because I, I, <laughs> I, I had it on DVD, and we were like, "Let's watch this." We we're like, "This is amazing!" I swear and, to God. And
1: uh, not too long ago, Matt told me I needed to watch it again.
2: It's just, so now good. that I can appreciate it. So I'll watch it again. We'll it's on happens. Netflix
0: every once in a while. It is so hilarious, <laughs> it, and it is not hilarious just because it's bad. Like it is kind of bad, but also everybody in it knew it was bad and was making fun of it the entire time it's almost entirely jokes yeah like there's actually a scene where zangief's fighting e honda on like some some broken rubble of a wall and they bust through the wall onto bison's little model of the city that he wanted to to build and then there are like bison soldier guys who are watching them fight on closed circuit televisions and it looks and it's got and it's making godzilla noises as they as they like sumo wrestle on top of this
2: (laughs) model city that's funny it's awesome.
1: Tyler, what about you?
3: <laughs> Mortal Kombat.
2: No way, really? That's, that's what I was going to go with. Mortal Kombat's awesome, too. <laughs> Johnny Cage. You like it? It's Is my
3: it... animality. Now, hang on. That's that's, that's, that's tut- annihilation. Yeah, yeah. The inner animality. Unleash your inner
2: animality. You like it when Johnny Cage punches Goro in the nuts? <laughs> yeah. That's how he wins. <laughs> One
3: shot? Yes. <sighs> <Ooh. laughs> Goro would totally kill
1: everybody. Um. <laughs> All right, so the, the the original Mortal Kombat. It's so,
2: it's so bad. bad. The yeah, the, but it's the, awesome. The, the
1: airplane hangar where they were in the, the I guess it was the forest, whatever. The bamboo shoots fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that oh. one was a lot of
4: fun.
0: The have you, you, you enjoyed when he fights Scorpion? Yeah. Scorpion, th- dude, yeah, that that, that, that stupid, first actually. movie is so cool compared to the compared to the second movie. Like, I can remember watching it when it first came out. I, I, I got it on on VHS from Blockbuster and just watched it like eight D times, eighty times in a row.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> 80, have any, has anyone here seen uh a- the new Mortal Kombat series that they made on yeah, the I was internet. actually I was, I was thinking about that
0: whenever I was.
3: It
2: was okay, my but I before like they picked him up to make that, the pilot
0: that he made uh, or the trailer for the movie that he wanted to make, I thought was way better. I t- disagree. It took a real oh man, it was like the new one adapts in all the supernatural stuff, but when he first made that trailer, um, when he was trying to get a movie made, the the stance that it took that it was all going to be kind of real life type stuff and that this was a, a, a Mortal Kombat was like a, a, a tournament of serial killers and street fighters and stuff that a, a, a mob boss was putting on you know a mob boss named Cheng Tsung like that I thought that that was so much cooler like the idea that like Baraka was a, a a serial killer with a surgical addiction who'd put gigantic knives into his arms and stuff like that stuff was so cool Reptile was a guy with like a skin disorder who was all slimy and yeah be and, I like that too and ate other people yeah was that with uh, Jack's yeah. yeah, yeah. Jax and Sonya were both in it as as cops, and as a matter of fact, the, the, same, people. the same people who were casting those roles ended up in uh, that's right being used in this other stuff. But yeah, it was a much cooler idea that they were like I liked getting the, Scorpion out of prison to go hunt down Shang Tsung
5: in Mortal Kombat.
2: I like the ser- the web series a whole lot. I liked it. Or getting Sub Zero. Sorry, Sub Zero.
5: Steve, how about you? Uh, I like. Uh, there's a lot of them. Silent Hill. I like Silent Hill. God, that movie's yeah.
2: awful. You like that thing? Yeah. Have you seen
5: the next one yet?
1: Is it out yet? I don't know. It I know is. the I game scared Silent the Jesus out of me. The first one. Yeah. We had like um we yeah. had our our game room with surround sound and like <laughs> woofers, subwoofers behind the couch, and we were in a basement so there were no windows. That game scared the piss out of me.
2: Spoiler, only movie that I know of that Sean Bean doesn't die at the end.
0: Uh Silent Hill? Yeah,
5: it's true he doesn't die, but he might as well have. <laughs> the first Resident Evil is actually kind of cool. That yeah that was actually going to be mine. How many movies are you gonna I name? Actually, bro? Li- I actually like that better. <laughs> that was actually going to be mine. The yeah. first Resident Evil. Oh yeah, movie. yeah. yeah. I was too. Uh, I, that, 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 as
0: we're going around the table, my next pick keeps getting taken. That's funny. Like <laughs> it's it's hilarious.
1: I'll sh- I'll share it with you. I love. I
0: can't really think. I mean, we've hit quite I'll, a few. I'll think of another one in a sec. But <laughs> that's fine. While we're talking about Resident Evil, uh, yeah. I have the first Resident Evil on DVD. I'm a big fan of it. I've actually never played a Resident Evil game. Um, Really? Wow. The first Resident Evil game game
1: on PlayStation was the first time I'd heard the word
0: damn
1: (laughs) on a video game. It was
2: amazing. Master of unlocking.
0: Damn. (laughs) I figured you'd better take this since you are the The master master of unlocking. Here's a (laughs) lockpick. It's so bad. Like fixed camera angles and the Uh idea that you can't aim while shooting. Like... A bunch of that seems like it'd be difficult for me to get past, but
2: yeah. I okay. I've always was been a long time I've ago always been really out. interested yeah, in the ago. story of Resident Evil because I was. Like, I have too. I was like, this is an awesome concept, and then I tried playing one of the games once. I was like, this is a shitty game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, I cannot play this game. I'm like, there's a lot of games in the world yeah. that I really like the backstory of, but don't like yeah. the gameplay. So like, yeah, the controls. So, terrible. like, what I
2: would do is go don't get me wrong though i i love the hell out of resident evil 4 mm-hmm. that game is amazing like because they it does not like the other ones but like i went and i watched i was just like going youtube and was like watch people play through entire game of resident evil and i was just like watch them play through the game and i was like this game is awesome i didn't have to play a single minute of it <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's funny all right mac what do you got oh uh Cool thing about Resident oh, Evil, if okay. anybody's thinking about watching it, um, Marilyn Manson got together with a, a semi accomplished uh, film score, regular film score, a composer whose name I can't remember, and that guy taught him how to like read and write music, and then they worked on the score together. And the score for Resident Evil is kind of amazing. Like, it sounds pretty it's cool. creepy as heck. Between that and it having you know the old little girl thing of the Red Queen, you know, right? Just really, they're. For a kind of schlocky action movie, it's also got a lot of cool, scary uh, stuff going on in it. Lasers. Right. So I considered trying to say that uh, Superman Returns was an adaptation of Superman sixty four. Oh, <laughs> that is terrible! I just kind of uh, appealing to the table on that one. But I like Superman Returns and hate Superman sixty four, so I'm gonna ignore that. I really, I think a lot of my favorites have been taken. I was kind of casting around. I really don't think super mario brothers was a very good What about movie. pokemon the first movie the pokemon the first movie had a really interesting like not a bad movie moral story to it but i was like where was this in pokemon because i've played several yeah, of these yeah. games oh, yeah. and like none of, the entire the entire pokemon series is, is kind of crap because none of that's in the games it's like pokemon are just things that you control and own and don't care about but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> i have a horrible reaction um <laughs> I had one a second ago. What did I have?
2: Mortal Kombat Annihilation's terrible. I'm trying to think of any else that even exists. I know, right?
0: Nobody's made the Star Fox game yet. Nobody's made the Zelda or I mean movie. Nobody's made the Zelda movie yet. What about Doom? Oh, that movie oh, is geez. terrible. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Except <five>. That's
5: probably <laughs> the worst. Loyal to the core.
3: Prince you of wasn't, Persia. Uh, wasn't Carl Urban in there? Prince of Persia was an oh, interestingly
0: yeah. well made movie, but I kinda don't like those games, so I'm not I'm not interested in that. Uh man, you know, I got uh Everything Yui Bull made, is it, or Yui Bull is that his name? Yeah, King, King of Everything he's ever made was terrible. I don't know. I'm out of, I'm out of stuff. That's fine. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Double, there's a Double Dragon movie. Do you like Double Dragon? I have seen the Double Dragon movie a great many times. Boa Bobo's hilarious. Alyssa Milano's hot, and it has the bad guy from Terminator 2. But... So that's your pick. No, Wings, yes. Wings the but the movie still the mil- Mac the still loves horrible. the Double Dragon movie.
1: No, I don't. Yeah, uh, there, will, actually there will favorite. be a post on CarpeGM.net explaining his hey, fandom for the dragon. I'm not going with that. Double, hey, how about Blood Double, Rain? The Double Dragon <laughs> movie, <laughs> <No. dude. laughs> along with the sample of the fan fiction that he wrote for it.
0: Dear God, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, fan fiction is very welcome. In there's got yeah, we to be fiction. something. What can I not think of here? Blood rain? Goldeneye. <laughs> shut up. Hitman. Go, mm, gold, no, Goldeneye was a yeah, video game adaptation of a movie.
3: Man, well, I don't. Uh... What about E.T. on NES? That's shut up.
5: That, that game doesn't exist. It it's never the worst existed.
0: movie ever, or the worst video game ever made, right? <laughs>
5: on Atari. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was on Atari.
5: They dumped, him in a le- they dumped them in the desert so they're nobody could find them.
0: Well, yeah. no, but but people used to go there and still pick them up, so it's yeah. since been, like, concreted over. Like, they seriously, uh, yeah? yeah, they uh, destroyed
3: them. Like, actually, the angry video game nerd, he's doing a movie, and the entire <laughs> thing is, like, the, the fans have been trying to get him to play that <laughs> shitty NES game for so long that the movie is his quest to discover the landfill of ET <laughs> yeah. games. It was games. Atari, yeah. yeah. Atari Man, 2600.
5: Why can't I remember? <laughs> because they're all so bad. I
0: know I had something. <laughs> Is there
5: another tomb raider oh, <laughs> oh man <God. laughs> no tomb raider was terrible too alone in the dark Ooh, that children. Really? yeah that was great oh, that was cool. i watched that final thing fans. like six itself. times whenever it came out yeah. i i've seen
0: uh oh yeah no, no there we go
5: final fantasy spirits within oh
0: yeah <laughs> oh no that was a long road <laughs> when that movie came <laughs> with Alec Baldwin <laughs> when that movie came out I was actually kind of into it I have also never played a Final Fantasy game but uh, and though I understand that the movies have generally nothing to do no. with the games but you know the idea that it's based on Final Fantasy is enough to, to tell me like that I like that one alright I, I saw it at the Dollar Theater when I, I was like 10 the and I my favorite the World of Warcraft movie once it comes out though. <laughs> oh yeah
3: <laughs> when it comes out right, right.
1: you're right Okay, guys, I'm going to call it with that. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Carpe GM Gamecast. I'm Dan. I'm Stave. I'm TurboTastic.
2: I'm Brian. And I'm Mac. I don't. Well, I don't have a thing. You're boring. I don't. I, I like, can't. I can't do this stuff on
5: the like fly.
0: Steve.
5: <laughs> I'm Stave. <laughs> I am the Dag- Hang a, Hang I, on.
0: Give me 20 minutes, and I'll think of something to say that I
5: am. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> support the Support oh. the industry. Support your local
2: game store. <laughs>
3: Support the four-day workweek.
0: The CarpeGM Gamecast is presented under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License Version 3.0. For further discussion on this topic or just about anything else, join our forum at carpegm.net forum. To contact us with questions,
2: comments, and other feedback, please send your emails to dan at carpegm.net. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook carpegm.net. Or follow us on Twitter at C-A-R-P-E underscore G-M. Thanks for listening. Let's go. I swear there's a low, low price guarantee. Guarantee me. <laughs> swear to me.
1: <laughs> what the hell are you guys talking about? Batman and Black Friday.
2: Batman, <laughs> Batman, there's great deals. He's like, these deals are crazy. <laughs> Do you feel like you're saving money? Alfred, oh, where are they? Where are the deals? Where are the deals? Just oh, hey. This? yeah. Assassin's Creed 3, $35. You're going to love this. We're going to love me.
5: <laughs> <laughs> They're going to start calling it Dark Friday instead of Black <laughs> Dark night Friday. Dark night day.
1: The music for this episode is Conan by the band Mercury Descends. Be sure to check the show notes for ways to find more great music from this band.